and welcome back to the Sacred Jellyfish Podcast. I feel like it's been a hot minute, but it also is like the perfect amount of time, and I know that this episode is coming at the perfect time. So today, this episode is really going to be based around the mother, the mother wound, healing the mother, the inner child that maybe was hurt by the mother and healing that and just the cosmic love for the Divine Mother energy. And I don't want to classify the mother as specifically feminine or specifically masculine because the mother can embody both. I feel like truly the mother is just the birth, the person, the energy that births new, And I see the mother as someone who is your first home on this planet. And I read a book, I'm still in the process of reading it, but it is Energetic Boundaries by Cindy Dale. And in the first few pages, she mentions that we have an energetic... um, energetic umbilical cord to our mothers for the first three years of our lives even after we have been birthed and the physical umbilical cord has been cut from the mother we are still very much in tune with the mother's energy and I know some of us have a disconnection from our mother whether that's physical and you were taken from your mother at birth and given to a new family, or whether it's energetic, and you, within the first few years of your development, you felt an energetic disconnect from your mother. And I really wanted to talk about my story in this episode, which will help me branch out, and maybe help you with your situation, if you're feeling called to heal the mother aspect of your life. Or if you're feeling called to connect with the motherly energy to help heal your inner child or tap into the birth giver and the life force energy of your life. So, let's just get right into it. So for me, growing up, I had a single mom who had me at a very young age. Actually not a very young age, 17, 18, not super young, but at the same time, you're still like a baby when you're 17, 18. I still feel like a tiny person. (laughs) I don't feel like an adult yet. And I know that if I were to have kids right now, it would totally change the trajectory of my existence. And growing up with my mom, I learned a lot of lessons that some people won't learn till they're 30 or they're 20. But truly, I kind of felt like my mother's partner, my mother's friend. And sometimes I wasn't really her child. I didn't fit in that child role. I felt like I had to step up and be her like sidekick. And so it automatically just strained a lot for me and 
energetically I stepped into so many roles all at once and I was felt like I was carrying kind of the world on my shoulders. But I had such a profound love for my mother that it didn't feel like a burden. It almost felt like an accomplishment, like a reward, an achievement to be able to care for my mother so deeply at such a young age. And I realize now as I do my inner child work that it wasn't appropriate for me to step into those roles to have financial worry to be the caretaker at such a young age an emotional caretaker and I will say the first beginning years one through four were magical I'm not even gonna lie it brings tears to my eyes to even like think about how much I loved life between one and four And I loved it because it was just me and her. And we were like best friends. And I was talking to a coworker a couple days ago. And she was talking about how her mom had her at a younger age. And her mom is younger. And she said, but I have such a beautiful connection with my mom. Because since she's younger, she understands me a little deeper. And... It is a really adorable thing to say that you can just crawl into your crawl into bed with your mom and you can just tell her about your day and she'll be able to like understand you and give you actual advice that really resonates because she understands being a young adult because she was literally just a young adult like 10 years ago, 5 years ago. But I just remember just having such a magical time and my mom was so I was like her prized possession but of course we all go through like a dark night of the soul and my mom ended up having like my brother and triggers started to arise for her and she had postpartum depression and she was really sad and just witnessing all of that witnessing her at her highest in happiness And witnessing her at her saddest and darkest was such a huge polarity as a child to observe that. But it taught me so much instantly. And I will say, like, a lot of my existence within the past, and I come to acknowledge it now, I realized that a lot of my existence was based around fight or flight And was based around corresponding and being there for my mom's emotional needs. So I was always on the lookout in my surroundings to see who needs my emotional support. Who can I help emotionally? Who can I give my energy to? Because I, growing up, I thought like, hey, my needs come last. Their needs come first. And I realized that ideology that i that idea that your needs come last someone else's needs come before yours is a really big aspect and part of the wounded mother the wounded mother thinks that her needs aren't important unless someone else's needs are taken care of first and i have to take care of everyone around me 
have to make sure they're fed. I have to make sure they're healthy. I have to make sure that they're happy. I need to give my energy to them before I can care to my own needs. And if you live with that mentality, chances are you're never going to get the chance to really tap into your own needs because there are so many different energies going on and circulating all the time that you would never get the chance to truly relax into your existence. And now I realize that. And the first step to healing something is acknowledgement. I think that a lot of us and a lot of our lineage, there are wounded fathers and wounded mothers. Because our ancestors, depending on your ancestors' backstories, a lot, of our, a lot of our ancestors never got the chance to truly heal because there's a lot of wounds in lineages. Whether it's to give so much of yourself or to take or to receive and to give. like There's a lot of imbalances within the masculine and feminine energies. But one thing that helps me with just like acknowledging something and being so overwhelmed with the imbalancement of it all is remembering that the universe's natural state is balance. And the universe will always try to return to that natural state of balance. And looking into nature, we see that the nature will have hibernation periods. And the nature has to have that period where they go inward, they shed their leaves to reobtain that balance within the natural cycle of life. And so going back to what I was saying, if you constantly, the wounded mother has the idea that they have to give. And so I had that mentality a lot as a child, especially around middle school, I would say between the ages of fourth grade and eighth grade, maybe ninth grade, all through those years, I'm not sure how many years that is, like three, four, five, six, seven-ish, seven, six years, were really me having to step up and be the mother. And so I really held on tightly to that mentality. I have to take care of others' needs. I have to get shit done. I cannot rest. And I realized my nervous system became shocked, completely overpowered, overstimulated because of that idea. And your ego ego tends to get attached to things because your subconscious gets attached to things and you hold on to this identity. And that was my identity, like being there for my mother because she wasn't able to be there for herself. And... She was trying the best that she can. And I understand now that when healing your inner child, instead of pointing the finger at your parents and being like, they suck, why did they do that to me? The truth is they were doing the best that they could and they only had a certain capacity for things. And I feel like no matter what your situation was as a child, We all have trauma and we all go through certain levels of trauma and as children, we're such 
open beings. We are so pure and so full of love that when we face a situation that doesn't come from a place of love, it traumatizes us. And so growing up, when I, between like one and four, it was such a magical time for me. I was like my mother's pride and joy. We had the best times. We would watch movies. We would dress up. We would go to all these like cute picnic, like mommy-daughter picnics, things like that. And then when my mom faced her dark night of the soul, it was such a polarity shift that it was really shocking to my nervous system. And it was just a lot to observe so quickly. And I will say, like, my mom, she had a certain capacity for things because she was holding on to so, 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 so much from her past and so much of her lineage that it all just came crashing down within an instant. And I will say my mom is my greatest teacher. She is like a spiritual coach and I really see that she'll like become that more in her future. But right now she's like healing a lot of deep generational stuff that I really, I don't even know if I'd have the capacity to heal or acknowledge, but she's acknowledging it and it's such a beautiful thing to witness. Your mother going from her darkest healing through that watching an actual physical representation that healing isn't linear because she would have good days bad days good days bad days and it was just this big cycle and it still happens everyone goes through it where they have good days and bad days but i realize now every time you then have a good day it becomes a better day and every time you have a bad day it can be bad but you always learn something from it And you're growing. You know you're growing when you acknowledge what you learned from that situation. And you take something from that day. You integrate it. You add it to your energetic toolbox. And then on your good day, you really blossom with gratitude. And I see that within her. And it's just really beautiful to watch. But growing up and just seeing that polarity was kind of scary. And obviously I developed like certain anxieties because of it and I realized that I don't like to hold on to labels of anxiety but I do have a lot of anxiety and I'm healing that and the first step to healing like I was saying before is acknowledgement and so kind of tying back to where this podcast idea came from was I looked back through all my texts, kind of from my mom, because I moved out of my mom's house, and it definitely was a big transition for me, because my mom was really my whole life, and I realized I wasn't codependent on her, because we never really had that codependency relationship, but also we kind of did, so, but I realized in order for me to personally grow on my own, I had to leave that environment because I will say, and I really hope whoever is listening to this acknowledges this deeply, that you cannot heal in the same environment that hurt you. And with my mom, there were so many different polarities. She, I will say, hurt me the most out of anyone in the world, but also loved me the deepest out of anyone in the world. And just this polarity was such a 
such a huge thing that I held on to that I was like, I need to really take a moment to form my own identity. So I moved out a couple months ago and it was really, oh my gosh, heart-wrenching decision that rattled me to my core. And so I spent the last couple, last day with her and whenever I see her again, it heals an aspect of my inner child. Because I always, I see her every once or twice, every few weeks. And so when I get that time with her, it's just me and her just like hug each other, love each other, talk to each other, heal with each other. And it's like that one, that 24 hours, that 48 hours, we just infused it with so much love and so much gratitude for each other that there isn't really room to like feel triggered by each other. And so every time I see her now, it just heals another aspect of my inner child because every time I see her, She's healing another aspect of herself. And I was reading over some texts that she sent me. And I wanted to read this one to you because it just brings tears to my eyes. And if your parents haven't been able to hold that capacity within themselves to heal themselves, I want you to visualize this is what your parents are saying to you. And often, before my mom stepped into this healing journey, and when we used to fight a lot, I will say, I kind of envisualized that her higher self would tell me these things which helped heal my inner child in the process of my inner child still hurting. And so I kind of want you to just take a few deep breaths in this present moment and kind of hear what I'm about to say as your parents saying it to you so let me pull it up okay she said i love you so much and i wish i could have been a better mama for you when you were younger and needed me i hope once i heal i can help a lot of people that feel the way i did i'm going to do all my work and keep focused and i hope you know none of what you went through was in vain You were really the only person who kept me going, and I'm so grateful I had you. You were my best friend before I even met you. I wish I was calmer, and I wasn't in fight or flight so much while I was raising you. I'm learning a lot about it now, and I make sure I help lots of people in the future. I promise to keep growing and getting better so I can always be a support for you, and your kids, and your friends, and anyone in need. I love you and appreciate you. I appreciate all you sacrificed to be here with me in this life. I'm beyond grateful for you. And so I just want you to like sit with that and kind of imagine that your parent is saying that to you. And just know that you are worthy of unconditional love despite what happened to you as a child. And no, I realize also now that a lot of parents see deep aspects of themselves in their children. And I know for me, I realized that as a, at a young age, which really helped me go and keep going, um, was realizing that my mom saw a lot of aspects of her and me that triggered her. And when she was like yelling at me or she would say like, I hate you, it wasn't her saying it to me, it was her saying it to herself. And so just 
acknowledge that. Let your ego dissolve for just a second within that healing and realize that things aren't happening to you, they're happening for you. And it's, I'm going to say that's a lot easier said than done, but that's kind of like my story when it comes to the wounded mother and currently my process with healing the mother is just realizing that you are the mother, the mother is you, we are everything and nothing, we are the cosmos combined, and know that everything, I feel called to say this, I don't know if it will resonate with you, but this kind of helped me in my transition with healing my inner child and looking for external things and external love because I realized I created an attachment to um, seeking love externally and not in myself because I felt like not worthy in myself but a quote goes everything you seek externally everything inside of you is infinitely greater than anything you seek externally because when if you really think about it everything beautiful you see in other people is literally just a reflection of you and I want you to really tap into the love that the cosmos have for you after this podcast, within the next couple of days. Just acknowledge how deeply the cosmos love you. And if you're going through a period right now where you feel hurt and you just like so much sadness is coming up for you, remember how much the cosmos love you. Remember how much of an energetic team stands behind you. And I've had those days where I felt like really sad and I felt like no one was there for me but if you abandon yourself that's like the worst thing you can do you have to be there for yourself it's the one thing that will keep you grounded through life be there for yourself hug yourself tend to your needs sleep if you need to sleep cry if you need to cry dance to release But take a few deep breaths. So I really hope that this podcast spoke to you. And it was just a short and sweet podcast. But this is kind of what I've been feeling lately. What's been coming up for me lately. What's been coming up for me in the past hour. So I just wanted to talk about it because it was flowing and I wanted to share. But I hope you have a fabulous night, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you remember how loved you truly are. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.